idea for a podcast of all time. This is Champs in the Making, a Pokemon bracket podcast where we take all 1,015 by the current count of Pokemon, put them up against each other one-on-one, and find out which one is best. I am your host for the day, PP. My pronouns are they and them. You can find me on the Kahooligans podcast where we talk about all the wonders of the Guardians of Kahool, young adult children's book about owls. Uh, and joining me today is Jacqueline. Uh, hi, I'm Jacqueline. She, her. I'm on Unwise Girls and Dettine House Party. Claudia. Uh, I'm Claudia, she, her, plural, they, them. Uh, I'm one of the hosts of the Three Little Word podcast, and uh, we see saw. All right, and we are here, ready to send some Pokemon to real Christian hell. Uh, we got 30 minutes on the clock. Actually, let me make sure I have 30 minutes on the clock. <laughs> uh, our first matchup for the day, we have... Cradilly versus Loudred. I hate them both. This isn't a competition to me. They're both they're both like the epitome of like wacky Gen 3 design, but Loudred is so better. Yeah, I have to agree. It's such a, a weird and interesting design, even though I hate to look at it. Uh I like his weird speaker ears. Yeah, yeah, the speaker ears definitely do work for me. I remember running into way too many of these guys. Because they were just kind of like the go-to normal type. Yeah. Like, there's that one cave in Ruby and Sapphire where it's like just Whispers is the only thing you can catch. Yeah. If I remember right. That That's true. I, I think they just, they're so monster. They're, they, they, they're like, they're so weird guy. Uh, and I just really, I don't know. I, I'm really charmed by them. I, I have a, I'm a big fan of Loudred. I want to go to a party with a Loudred. If you go to a party with a loudred, you're gonna leave without any eardrums left. I I like loud music, you know. It's okay. I, I think it's fine. You br- gotta bring earplugs. Um, I was gonna say I think that Cradley pro- has a little bit going for it. I mean, just to not make this completely one sided. I like it being a rock and grass type. I kind of like its weird day of the Triffids design, but uh, yeah. I I still have to go with loudred. Man, I don't have strong feelings about Cradilly. It's just like it's just a guy. It's just there. It's just a plant. It's just a rock plant. It's like a Metroid like minor villain. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or like uh like realistic take on a Zelda enemy. Sure. Yeah. I I say we we snip this plant off at the root and mm-hmm. and or, or PB where's you where are you thinking? I don't know. I'm kind of pretty lukewarm on both of these uh i'm just checking the the uh pokedex entries to see if there's anything that really captures my heart loudred is really good at destroying houses with its loud sounds that's what the pokedex really likes to focus in on okay so i guess it does manage to like shake down the house that's something i don't know there's something about credility that i really want to find to latch onto, but i think more likely it's just trying to latch onto me with its sticky tentacles Cradilly's Pokedex entry is literally just like it eats with its tentacles and it absorbs nutrients. Like the, that's <laughs> you this know thing that they certainly do. does eat. Yes, like I don't know. There's nothing to Cradilly for me. It's 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 cute. I like it, but eh. All right, so I think I'm going to end up voting uh, Loudred. They're both not. I don't know if either of them deserve to be in round three, but I think Loudred deserves no, it more. So. 
uh, Loudred has my vote. Right. Yep. I think I think I've made my thoughts clear. Yeah, same. All right. In that case, Loudred moves forward. We're going to move on to our next matchup. Um, Claudia, do you want to read our next matchup? Next up, we have Golette versus Piplup. I really like Golette. I think he's yeah. cool. I like the idea of a ground ghost. Um, I, you know, Piplup is objectively phrase redacted because we're not allowed to say or judge by that criteria anymore. But like, I don't know. I think that Golette is pretty cool. Wait, pause the timer. What, what's the criteria we're not allowed to use right now? Oh, little guy. <laughs> oh, oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, like, everyone who makes it here has some little guy energy. Colette <laughs> has some, too. So, yeah, we can just take that off the map. That's a tie, anyway. Yeah, I I, I agree. I like Colette a lot. Piplop, I'm, I'm, like, looking at Piplop, trying to look at it with fresh eyes. It has a little bit of, like, Red Riding Hood energy with its, like... Mm with its, like, sort of crest going around the dark blue part of it. I, I like that. It's a cute little pinguino, but Golette is so... I don't know. I, it, it's 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 moving around my brain. Like, it's it's waddling around, and I really like it. Uh, my first take here is, uh, looking at these two, they are both, uh, you know, pre-evolutions, young, innocent... Piplup feels like it has no thoughts whatsoever. It is just here to wander around and find some ice and eat a fish, but it is not thinking about anything. While Galette seems like it has a plan. It's on an adventure. It is ready to join you on your Pokemon journey. See, I disagree. I Galette is the epitome of, like, it, it, we're, we're doing the tarot thing. This is the fool. This is like uh -huh. Galette is like just go, like marching forward, no thoughts at all. Uh, I think Piplup. I think this is the difference. They're both no thoughts. Piplup is like waddling in place, and Galette is like marching forward, uh, just like falling over occasionally. I these are this is the distinction to me. Yeah, I think you've got it there. I got nothing else to say. It's Galette for me. Yeah, I vote Galette too. I mean, I'll vote Piplup because it is awfully cute and not just from little guy standards, from like, generally like, it's such a perfect round Pokemon and I love the color scheme that it has. Like, I'm happy to give it to Galette here, but I will absolutely vote for Piplup. I think that's fair. Piplup deserves its due, but you know, it also deserves to do nothing for the rest of its life because it's the rest of its life is short. I don't know what I was going for there. Oh no, it's going to a fiery place and it's going to be able to hold its own there. Alright. As a water type. <laughs> as a water type. And like, as long as it doesn't evolve and get that steel typing, you know, it'll be fine. This is true. Alright, so, congratulations to Galette. Our next matchup, let me get it posted. We got two steel types. So, Claudia, who do we have next? Uh, so next we have Celestila versus Perserker. I am actually uh, part of the team that brought Celestilia to round uh, three year. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell tell me what what do you like about it? Um, I like its weird like three stage rocket body. Um, 
with its like teeny little head. It's such an interesting design. Um, it, it's unique. I I think that um, steel flying is an interesting type combination. I do like Perserker though. I think that the the like Viking cat is interesting. Okay, my problem with Celesteel is I've never been able to like visually parse what it is supposed to be. Like I see Rocket now that you've said Rocket, but I've never been able to parse that just like seeing its sprite in the games. I kind of like that about it. I, I like that it's like, you know, it's an ultra beast. It is an ultra beast, right? Yeah, it's yeah. weird and like, I don't know, like it has a bit of like a like a live feminine thing going on with part of it. But it's also like this weird bulging like rocket. And I it like it's sort of wearing a dress and that's fun. I It looks like a like it looks like a like a Magic the Gathering card or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, Berserker though, I I I'm looking at these teeth, I'm looking at these eyes. Uh and I I think Berserker is just a wonderful man. There there's like <sighs> Yeah, how many Pokémon have beards? Not a lot. There's Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one of the, like the Slackoff line has a beard maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds right. Oh, also, what appears to be an iron helmet is actually just hardened hair. Oh, okay. It lives for the thrill of battle. Uh, Berserker is like, I, I don't know. I There's something I really like about just like Meowth. I guess I'm not talking about, just like, I, I like that this is an offshoot of Meowth. I like that we are getting like this, like very distinct type of cat uh, that is like, just, you know, this cat, if you, if you've like been around a lot of cats, this, this one will like chomp and bite and will be a great old time it's big and fluffy and it's kind of off-putting i that's my favorite probably type of cat and i i like it for that yeah i guess there are three different meowth evolutions now huh because you've got your uh persian your alolan persian and perserker mm-hmm. wait it's alolan persian again uh it's the very very round face persian oh yeah but we're here to judge Perserker, not its other evolutions. But yeah, it does kind of give the duality or I guess triality of cat. Yeah, yeah. I I, I respect the fact that Celesteela has made it. I think Ultra Beasts are good. I, hmm, I'm leaning Perserker here. I think it's a cooler design. I'm going to go the opposite direction and say that Ultra Beasts are trash. I don't care for pretty much any of them. I don't know. I don't like any of their designs. They don't do it for me. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's Berserker for me. Uh, I'm going to be loyal to my girl, Celestelia, Stila, because I'm, uh, my vote doesn't matter anyway, so. No, you know what? I'm, I'm looking at these two again. Celestela. I'm voting for Celestela. Berserker, get out of here. I, I like just, like, the weird space, like, cre- like, out of space, out of time. Like I, I like Celesteela a lot. I, I'm, I'm changing my vote. Celesteela can go through. Okay, just, just so to be clear, because you're voting this way, a Perserker is biting both of you. L plus ratio plus I'm biting. That's fine. I, I, that's part of the charm of cats. And I'm pretty sure those teeth are steel. So, like, you know, uh, I guess Claudia, you're used to being threatened by uh steel sharp jaws with your current <laughs> other podcast. That is true. Uh. 
So it's a risky roll to take. All right, Berserker dies. Celestila moves on. Congratulations to the bad Ultra Beast. <laughs> Next up, we have Skeledurge versus Tangela. Hmm. Classic original Pokemon versus a, I guess not a brand new one, but a pretty new one. Oh, is Skeledurge one of the starters? Yeah. Okay. Skeledurge I... was, yeah. No, Skeledurge is Gen 9. What am I thinking? Yeah. I always forget that that is where uh, Flaycoco ends up. Okay. Oh, this is grown-up Flaycoco. Okay, I understand now. Uh-huh. It is a ghost fire dual type. It is mm-hmm. a cool fire crocodile uh, that also has some volcanic vibes, and it also has a sound sub-theme. Okay. Where it will get up and, like, uh, it, like, it's, because Skella Dirge, it, you know, it's a sad ghost. It's, yeah, what's its signature move called? It's, um, it has a great signature move. Torch Song? Yeah, Torch Song. Torch Song is great. That's, like, one too many elements for me, I think. I think Crocodile and On Fire, Volcano, and Dirge, I don't know, it's, it's, I I like it. I like that it's a skeleton. Oh, it's a, and it's a skeleton, dude. That's four elements. Uh, uh-huh. Ooh, I... Versus the pure, beautiful simplicity of Tangela. Yeah, Tangela is kind of perfect. I do like the Chinese dragon type of vibe of uh, uh, Skeledurge. But, I mean, Tangela is so interesting and weird i like its old pizzies i like that you have no idea what's going on in there it's almost yeah, it's like a, a tentacle shelter yeah yeah i like all the pokemon that look that, like beneath their like outer layer they could just be a black orb and nothing else like that's a, yeah that's uh-huh. a big subject one of those pokemon. pokemon where you don't get to know its true visage yeah in the same realm as shelter and also like Mimikyu. exactly mm. yeah and i I think that charms me more than Skeledurge because Skeledurge falls into a category of Pokemon that I don't always find super appealing, which is not like traditionally Pokemon looking enough and also not far enough in the other direction that it becomes a Digimon. If it becomes a Digimon, I like it again, but this is just a weird Pokemon and I'm not, I don't know. I'm not into, I think I'm voting Tangela. I do really dig ghost fire type. I think I just like ghost. That's fair. Oh man, I don't know if I really like Skeledurge, because it was my starter in Gen 9, and it, it did definitely carry me a good way. But Tangela is iconic of like the weirder Pokemon of Gen 1 to me. You know, especially because like I don't even know where you find it in Gen 1. I think it's like in the weird area off of Pallet Town, maybe, that you can only go into later. Is that something? Yeah, it's one of the Pokemon that feels more like a cryptid in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Tangela for me. Awesome. All right. Where are the other votes here? Uh, I'm voting for Tangela too. Tangela as well. Um, also, it's All on right. Route 21, or you can trade Venonat at the Pokemon Lab on Cin- Cinnabar Island to get it. Oh, that's oh, okay. what it is. I remember as a kid, like the trade evolutions, the trade Pokemon where I was like, oh, that's too hard. I can't do that. <laughs> All right. So Tangela Sweep overcoming the bad type matchup to take down Skeledurge and send it right back to whence it came. 
catching up. We have, let's see, back to Jacqueline for this one. Let me get posted. All right, we've got Makuhita versus Bayleaf. I, I mean, uh-huh. two perfect Pokemon. Yes, I think so. Mm, yeah, Makuhita is one of my favorite Pokemon, honestly. I like Bayleaf a lot. I think Bayleaf is the rare, good, middle evolution design. At least for starters. Yeah, Bayleaf, I feel like, is one of the strongest middle evolution designs. I also like it that its name is just Bayleaf. Like, you know, the... Like, the, the spice, I guess. You yeah. You add the it's... leaf and the rice. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, does Bayleaf do anything? Like, what? Does, does it? <laughs> it lives like, If you put a Bayleaf in a... No, 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 like the, like the spice, the, the yeah. herb. If you put a bay leaf into a thing, what 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 happens? Like, do you taste the bay leaf afterwards? Because yeah. I never have. I mean, usually because when somebody includes bay leaf in something, they're also probably including a lot of other spices. So the mm-hmm. bay leaf does kind of get, like, overpowered a little bit. But there is a tinge in there. And if you put, like, just bay leaf in rice, you can definitely taste it. Gotcha. Well, but then you also have to take it out too, because otherwise oh it's my be god, sharp. the whole effort of taking out a single leaf. <laughs> I know. No, 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 I'm just saying, like, so it's not even getting a chance to like give you its full flavor. Well, anyway, I do like that you've already cooked it though. <laughs> Bay leaf does have razor leaf. I always think of that as like you know that's what this Pokemon does. Is it just cuts you with its very sharp leaves, and that leaf on its head sure does look like it is sharp. Well. I, I think we shouldn't also, when it comes to food, Makuhita's a little dumpling. He is a little dumpling. He's even got a little tie. I have had my mind open to that in the past and completely changed my opinion on Makuhita. And not just that, but it's also it's also the only Pokemon that can learn smelling salts by leveling up. And so it's it's a, it's got a nice salt to it, too. Yeah, mm. and it's the guts Pokemon, so you know it's going to feel just fine in your guts. Yeah, I it's so cute and edible and I want to raise like this is I think Makuhita is the Pokemon I would want to raise in real life, to be honest. Like, I want to just like get up in the morning and like do stretches with Makuhita. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, Bayleaf is a good middle evolution. I'm a big middle, I'm a big middle evolution fan, but I think it's honestly mm-hmm. one of the weaker ones for me, which I know is like literally the, the exact opposite opinion a lot of people hold. But I Makuhita is perfect to me. I, I think I'm voting for it. Uh-huh. Makuhita does train itself by slamming its body into thick trees. <laughs> That's the main thing the Pokedex wants us to know, is just it loves to just crash into trees. That's awesome. It's Bayleaf uh, for me. Alright, Bayleaf for Claudia. Uh, do we got anything good in the Pokedex for Bayleaf? Um, it's a little dinosaur. It is a little dinosaur. Oh man, this is a hard one. Um... Because you two have made your positions quite clear, so it's down to me. It's all down to you. And oh man, they're they're both so good. Um, I don't know. I I need to be convinced. I need to be convinced that one of you is correct. <laughs> okay. Uh, give us the category. Give us the the category of argument. What like what are we what are we arguing about? Like what's what what point should we argue in favor of it? Um, let's go with um companionship. Like, as, like, an actual, like, partner Pokemon that you're raising, that you're going on your whole quest with, who would be a better companion? 
Bayleaf. I mean, it's a starter. It's it's kind of like designed to be your little buddy for the rest of your life. Uh, I think that it also overall, you know, seem, seems pretty cuddly. It's a little dinosaur. Um, not sure how big it is. Point you might of order. be able to ride it. What? Point of order. How sharp are its leaves? Because if its leaves are sharp, I don't know if I want to be cuddling it. Well, the top leaf might be a little sharp, but, like, those those uh, neck leaves look distinctly pretty round. Okay, it does look like it smells good, and it smells like, uh, reinvigorates you. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, this is, ooh, a spicy, nice aroma from its neck. That's a strong point for, for, for bay leaf, I agree. Uh, Makuhita is incredibly huggable and squishable. It has the thick fat ability, uh, and so, you know, it is just, like, plump and plush and very nice to carry around and hug uh it loves stew according to pokedex entries if you made a nice stew for makuhita it would be so happy and i i think that is a i think making food for a pokemon is one of the most crucial elements of going on a journey with them um and it's it's silly like it's it's the silly little guy that will get it's a silly creature that will get into like misadventures but also you'll train together and sort of it's one of those Pokemon that you you won't be letting it grow. It will be helping you grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I hear you. Both strong arguments. Um, all right. I've made my decision. I'm going with Makuhita. Yes. For the simple fact that if it worse comes to worse, we're stuck in a life or death scenario and I have to eat one of my Pokemon, I'd rather eat a delicious dumpling. I guess that's fair. All right. <laughs> I still, I'm, right. I'm still baffled at the things that you said about bay leaves, like the the spice. But <laughs> yes, I was reading from the Pokedex. There, it has a spicy scent that reinvigorates your health. No, I'm saying like the actual leaf that you put in food. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That that's absolutely fair. I'm sure I'm just completely wrong there. <laughs> um, but that that this is the place to be wrong. So I'm going to be wrong and vote for Makuhita. Yay. Who moves forward? We've got. Alright, what's our next matchup, Claudia? Our next matchup is Mag Cargo versus Veluza. Oh, it's an escargo pun. Oh, wow, we definitely yeah. are recording this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I never heard about that before. I didn't. I never knew that. I, this, is, this is my legitimate reaction. I... Uh huh. Like, me too, actually, yeah. I never got that before, and it is very good. Well, I'm glad I could enlighten you both. Macargo has a little mustache. How, how do we feel about the fact that Veluza fillets itself as its special move? It does what now? Um, what, what's the special move called? Um, fillet away. It, it, yeah. Sh- it sheds its own flesh, giving it more offensive prowess. That's horrifying. And psychic power. Yeah, it cuts half his HP for a buff to attack, special attack, and speed. That's hardcore. So it's a plus six boat, boat boost for half your health, which is really good, but also horrifying to think about. I do like its weird metal barracuda design. I can't believe this isn't a steel type. Yeah, and its sprite does change when it uses Flay Away, I believe, really? doesn't it? What does it look like? Let me see. Or am I wrong? I feel like it does, though. Not saying a separate sprite. No, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I like this guy. It's scary. Uh, it 
I, I like just like, I don't know, the chaotic energy of destroying yourself to increase your power is always like a trope in like anime and like just like various media that I enjoy. Uh, but Mad Cargo is very cute. Mad Cargo is also extremely, extremely like uh, hot. Like it is going to just burn everything. Yeah, it's so sexy. Yes. Its body temperature is apparent as approximately <laughs> 18,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. I... That doesn't sound correct, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is I. This is one of my favorite things. Is just pe- po- Pokedex yeah. entries are so. It is, it is hotter than the surface of the sun, which is I, about ten thousand degrees Fahrenheit. I think that's yeah. awesome. I fully believe that. You know, people say like, "Oh, it's 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 because it's written by dumb ten year olds or whatever." That's why it's made up numbers. But I think this is just true, and I appreciate that. Um. But for that reason, I do think it loses the companion test. I I would love to look at a mag cargo in like a zoo or something, but I I don't think I could take care of a mag cargo. Nah, hard disagree. I'm gonna cuddle with that. Yeah, it would be a great space heater to have in your tent on a cold night. You know, you're never going to die of exposure with a mag cargo around. I suppose that's true. Hmm. I do like it. I, I think I've, I'll just say, Veluz is fine, but it, it comes from a, I think most recent fish are not that good, to be honest. I, I think, like, just the last few generations have mostly been stinkers. Uh, uh, controversial opinion, all the fish Pokemon are bad. I think Veluz is one of the better fish Pokemon, especially in the last few gens, but I'm not disagreeing with either of you here. Hmm. I the, the idea of all the fish Pokemon being bad as as a water Pokemon uh, liker is making me hop around my my room like I'm like I'm a cartoon <laughs> character. But I Mad Cargo I think is my vote. It's it I I love how ridiculous it is. I love how like I want to. Mo- it's like the the exact feeling you get when you're like, ooh, there's flowing lava down a down a crater. Like I want to touch it. This is the yeah. exact feeling I get when I see Mad Cargo. All right. Oh, here's the thing about Palooza: the spare flesh that it sheds when it uses its signature move has a mild but delicious flavor, Ooh. and you can eat that ethically because it chose to do that to itself, and it will grow it back because it's got great regenerative capabilities, and also it's got massive psychic powers. So I feel like it's Palooza for me. I'm not the biggest fan of fish. Nah, it's Mad Cargo. Wait, what? I always love to play this game. How big do you think of Palooza is? Okay, I won't look. Uh, I'm going to say that it is seven inches across. I think it's three feet long. It is eight feet long. Jesus Christ. Really it is a 200-pound fish. So, like, when it flays itself away, it's probably flaying away, you know, like, 30, 40 pounds of delicious fish that it will just grow right back. Yeah. Do you think there are dudes on, on like, in-universe Pokemon Twitter who have pictures of themselves, like... In a boat holding a big Falooza. Yeah, like, this is, like, all the deliciousness of a slowpoke tail without, like, the cruelty to the slowpoke to get it. Yeah. They do, I think. That's a, that's a, that, I think in Alola, they, they were like, yeah, it's fine, actually. The, the tails are, uh-huh. they're, they're cool with it. Love that, love that, love that. I I, um. I just I, I like all that like value and stuff, but a, a Pokemon that I can sure I purely think of as a food source is never my favorite. Th- I I like the I like the idea of eating Pokemon, but Mad Cargo really is still my vote. I think. 
Alright, uh, I'm voting blue so it sounds like I am outnumbered. This, we are at 30 minutes, so that is our last matchup for the day. We don't have five right. seconds left to get in our last match. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you want five seconds for... <laughs> versus... Boys. Uh, uh... Yeah, see, this is gonna take time. I will bleep those out of this episode so that okay. there'll be a surprise in the next one. But yeah, that's all the time we have today. May Cargo goes forward. Belooza flays itself a little bit too hard. It's gone. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, I've been PB. Uh, we've had Jacqueline and Claudia. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode with the three of us. Getting very close to the end of round three here at Champs in the Making. Uh, say anything else as we're closing out? Uh, we, there's a very indignant bye. Oh, no, I... Here's the thing. I have a better outro for Champs in the Making. Oh. Which is, quite simply stated... Smell you later. I like, I, yeah, let's, we can do it. We can do it this time. Smell you later. Okay, bye. 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 PB here, and I just want to take a minute to extend my gratitude and everyone else who's listening's gratitude to our wonderful Patreon supporters. Those are a bunch of people. Oh, can you hear that? Just started raining outside. Well, as there's a nice drizzle outside, let's take a minute to give a round of applause to every single one of our Patreon supporters, and you know what? I'm going to get rid of the alphabetical supremacy. Our brackets randomized, our supporters are randomized today. So, in no particular order, thanks to John Rattlemane, Ben Schwind, Emma Valentine, Benny Anders, Michael Anderson, Danielle, Southian, Mothman, Theodore Monk, Lilianapolis, Izzy Sykes, Indigo, Big Brother Benji Waterman, Anissa Danny, K, JWX, Sean Carpenter, Verdigree, Logan Jenkins, Dapper Cuttlefish, Emma Shannon, Tanner, Evan Jenkins, Amy, Ruby Stone, 
$50,000 of puppet school debt and a lifetime ban from Trader Joe's. Riel Tyrax. Jay Harkins. Anthony Charlier. Douglas Matthews. Tim Riley. Claire. Grizzytron. A Failsafe. Philo T. Hazard. Jackie Asimov. DD. Honeybee155. Void Spooler. Rye Atticus. Martin Lord. Colton Crow. The Great Kahul Tree Ribs Union. Andrew Sherman. Neil Heldare. Sheena Markov. Tandar Khan. Jane Data Ghosts. Emery. Rem Diaz. Aaron Shelton. Marissa S. Mammon. Jeremy Auer. Jacob Bennington. Electric Gaunt. Michael Ornelas. Fear. John Bruce. Jen Willas Arasodi. Mayday Knight. Thomas Herbertson. Brian Melvin Stapleton. Impernia. Alex Keswick. Jace. Morgan Gate Levin. Flips MCL. Alice Kyra. Spellpunk. Jesse Peterson. A. Fell. George Colson. EEF Patty's Chicken. Birdlord 5000. Lauren S. Circle Hunter. Colton Corbett. Mr. Jakey Poo. Samantha Cook. Rhino. Daniel Miller. J. Petra Quinn. Hamlet Cooper. Becky Scott Fairley. Winnie Sherman. Charlotte M. Banks. Elias Rosner. Joe DeVita. Sarah McClintock. Lilith Penrod. Foyan. Mononymous Sam. Ira Prince. Holly Loveless. Scoval. Nick Bellaro. <laughs>